Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This is episode 62, Solitaire, Patience, or Both. I'm going to start off with a quote. Patience design flaw became obvious for the first time in my life. The outcome is decided not during the course of play, but when the cards are shuffled. Before the game even begins, how pointless is that? David Mitchell, Cloud Atlas. I love everything Tom Hanks in, so I have to love it. Plus, Ali Berry's in Cloud Atlas, so you gotta love that too. And I really enjoyed the books. The books were, uh, the book, I should say, uh, I've been reading a lot of books lately, uh, but the book was really, really, really good too. Um, you know, one of the first card games I ever learned was Solitaire, or would be called Klondike Solitaire. And both my grandmothers played this to pay either pass the time or when they didn't really want to watch television or they were just sitting there or we could do something. Uh, I think both of them did it because they enjoyed the challenge. They enjoy kind of the almost a dopamine feel. Not that, not that the compared to what we have today, but you know, the other side of it was also to develop mental acuity. People used to worry about those types of things like crossword puzzles and things like that. We do the crossword puzzle every Sunday or the junior jumble and things like that. And we know that this, this isn't going to be about mental acuity, but we do know the mental acuity aspect of continuing to challenge your brain by either playing games, again, like I said, crossword puzzles, board games, card games, word searches, you know, my favorite, again, the jumble. I love the jumble. I don't know why. I just like staring at it and then just saying the words out loud and trying to impress my family. Um, but really, you know, you don't think of solitaire. or Maybe some people don't think of solitaire outside of they play it on Windows or they played it on Windows or it became a distraction to play when they were doing that. Um but, you know, solitaire is one of those fun things. And I think a lot of times we feel very be almost beholden to be doing something with folks, be doing something with a television or a phone or getting involved. And, you know, a deck of cards, it's not such a bad thing every so often, uh, especially up in a rainy area can be really helpful. Or maybe you're trying to wait for, say, a project that you've been working on for several weeks. It's ebbing into your podcast time or multiple projects. I actually have had like four holiday projects, including gifts and things like that. I didn't really kick it into. Um, I've been in uh, finding my inner, well, more of my mother, but, you know, my mother probably would have destroyed Martha Stewart when when we were kids because she used to do stuff like martha stewart does or did and it was always amazing the things she did and then we were like wow how do you do that and then she just show us so you know solid and again my mother plays solitaire my dad plays solitaire i can't think of someone in my family that doesn't play solitaire it's almost like rummy in our family as well but let's talk a little bit about the history of solitaire and of, of course as always i went out to wikipedia Made sure to get got a donation in there when I when I, and I do it for any kind of big searches I do. Now, if you're just going out to see who was in a movie or something, you're great. But you know that's IMDb, anyways. But if you are trying to prove an argument and you prove that argument, is it worth a dollar to prove that argument? You're darn right it is, especially if you're right. But definitely, definitely, definitely give you know give a little bit every so often, or if maybe you want to just say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Wikipedia this many times a month. 
So the history of what we would call card solitaire or patience, see there's that patience in there, it was actually the name of solitaire originally, are, there's a lot, right? There's, it's not like we can say, oh, this is the day that happened. It's almost like people are celebrating, you know, Thanksgiving. They're like, who came to North America first? I'm not even going down that road. But there is a really kind of freaky movie uh, with, oh, shoot, I can't remember his name. I think it's the guy that was in hand, the Lecter guy. I think is, uh, I don't want to butcher his name because I really like him. And he's always available. Anywho, so the earliest records of solitaire are on the 1700s, and they're around Northern Europe and Scandinavia. And they would call it, oh, this is going to be so much fun, get, get ready for some reels, Northern European names. Patience Spiel, which the game name appears in Das Neue Konglisch Leombre Spiel, a German book published in 1970, or sorry, 1788. And there are a lot of other places where it's been, you know, said that early in the early 1800s in Sweden and Russia that people were playing. The most interesting thing is Patience, again, solitaire, it, is mentioned in French literature, which is kind of cool. I mean, you know, it's kind of cool that there's, you know, French literature out there. If you want to say, hey, I play a game that's in French literature to impress people, you can play solitaire. And then Edna Cheney, in 187, published a book with 30 games of cards. And that was the first solitaire book. And we're going to get into the number of solitaire out there. Now, the other, you know, the big thing with solitaire is what you probably have seen if you don't play a lot of solitaire or you've never played other than, say, on the computer, is you're playing what's called Klondike Solitaire. And it is the most played game. And again, with a deck of cards and what you do is you set down eight across. Next time you put one up. So whatever that card is, one up, seven across. And it should say seven down. Sorry. Eight down. One, seven down, two, six down, da, 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 da. And then you go through, and you can either go through with one every time you pull out of a hand. You can pull one at a time, or you can pull three. Now, I'm a three person because I kind of like the challenge. It's fun. Who doesn't like a fun challenge, right? Well, some people, they just want to play and win. But from the challenge perspective, it is definitively much more enjoyable when you're playing uh, a, the Klondike and you go three. Now, a lot of people were probably introduced to Solitaire if you had never seen it. The digital side of it was released in Windows 3.0 in 1990. Now, I want you to go look at that up. If you haven't looked something up and you want to learn something interesting, go look up the people who develop software, including the cheat that you I think you could hit an F4 or an F5 or it was a control F4 that would allow you to switch back to an Excel worksheet. So you could be playing solitaire and hear your boss coming, you know, click, and it looks like you're working. That was, uh, that's probably the most impressive part of the, the Windows solitaire out there. Now, there are tons of places to get solitaire. There are tons of places you can play it. Like I said, cards. There are solitaire board games that you can play. And then uh, Board Game Geeks would be the place to go. Obviously, on your PC tablet, your phone. There is a lot of solitaire. And why is it important? Well, you can play dice games on your own, say Yahtzee on your own or Farkle on your own. And that's perfectly fine and score and see if you can get the highest score. Same thing with solitaire. See if you can do it in a certain amount of time as well. 
it is one of those games. If you're passing some time, let's say you've seen every Big Bang Theory, which I have, and I probably have seen some of them like 10 times because I'll just run it sometimes while I'm doing something. What if you turn the TV off and instead of just sitting there watching Big Bang, or maybe you turn the TV off and the radio on or leave the TV on. Maybe it's on sports or something or something like that, depending on, and I'm trying to go through all the areas in our house uh, when I was growing up, but you, you know, you throw solitaire on, or let's say you're sitting there with a friend and say, Hey, let's see you play solitaire and wins first. The game always comes out that way. It is such a cool game to play. And it's weird because I I've done similar, like I did a Catan podcast, right? I've done some other, some other, you know, one game podcast but solitaire is one of those games if you know someone or you've never played it or maybe you're looking at a place to volunteer is you can go into a senior center when we can go back into senior centers and things like that and play it or you can teach it to kids and it's very interesting because i've i've taught my kids and i said okay when you beat the solitaire then you can have a treat it's a great way to kind of get their mind on something other than, oh, TV, oh, screen. So, and I'm not against any of those. I love them. I'm actually I have one, two, three, four screens right in front of me right now. Ah. All right. So how about a little bit more history on the solitaire? So now what's interesting is in the 12th century, so century, not century, that's how you say it, century, but century, there was a game called Al-Gurk, or the mill in Arabic, which later became called Albuquerque, which, wow, that doesn't sound like Albuquerque. So, you know, somebody maybe created that Albuquerque. But it was one of the most prevalent games around the end of the 12th century in Europe. And now playing cards weren't introduced, and we've heard this before in the card one, by Italy until the 1300s. So this is also how, you know, kind of the influence of Solitaire game. Now, there's another card game called Tarak, that was invented around that same time, still played today, but you, you would use tarot cards or tarot cards, T-A-R-O-T. They are not the devil. Don't be afraid of them. They're actually kind of interesting. They're very interesting to read about. And so, again, this is saying that solitaire potentially came earlier. Now, the French engraving that is out there, and you, you can go find it online, it's called Princess de Subis. S-O-U-B-I-S-E, shows her playing a card game from 1697, and that they believe that was solitaire. So, again, a French mathematician created it, uh, named Pelisson, or Pelisson. I don't know if it's correct. I have to find out. It doesn't look like Peloton, so I'm, I know that's like the guys when they're biking. But P-E-L-I-S-S, P-E-L-I-S-S-O-N. Uh, a French mathematician created it to entertain Louis. And this is where. Okay, so now I'm going to test. This is a test. XIV, Louis the. Okay, if you said the 14th, you're right. And they called it Roy Soleil, or the Sun King. There are also legends around French noblemen who are in the Bastille, created a game that created it. And. You know, there it's just very interesting because the cool thing about solitaire is that it has so many different types of solitaire. Now, I did a search when I found all the types of solitaire. There are over 300 types of solitaire. Now, some share a name, and you maybe have Klondike, and there are different variations of it. 
but the patient or card solitaire, I love patients. I think I'm just gonna start calling solitaire patients because my grandmother used to call it Saul, but now I call it Pat because I really don't know if I have a friend named Pat. I have to go back and look at my Facebook friends. But, you know, solitaire of cards. And, you know, in that Klondike version, I kind of explained it to you. There's also what they call a spider, a Yukon, and a free cell. So if you've ever seen there, you're probably thinking, hmm, interesting. I've seen free cell on my computer. Ta-da. There you go. Or if you've downloaded, I believe it's the Microsoft card games. And I'm really only saying the Microsoft stuff because it was connected with all that. There are so many versions of Solitaire, which give you cool cards and backgrounds and things like that. Just make sure you're not getting like an in-app purchase where you have to buy a bunch of stuff. So you have the cool cards. Um, so you have those. You also have Mahjong Solitaire, which is, again, a matching game that's using those tiles rather than cards. So it is not true Mahjong, but it is a Mahjong Solitaire matching game as well. So you have that. And then you have Peg Solitaire, which is kind of a board game where the goal is to empty the board of the pegs through movement and capturing. So if you've ever been in a Cracker Barrel and you've ever seen a little triangle and the little triangle has the golf tees in it. And if anybody grew up in the 70s remembers that, that is called Peg Solitaire. So there is a board game of Solitaire as well. But it's that's one of the things that, you know, I think only one of my family members for the longest period of time could really do it. And then I, everybody kind of figured it out. Now, you also have stuff like concentration, which is memory, pelmanism. Oh, I'm going to kill these poor names. Shinkle Sujikawa. Shujiku. Let's go with that. And then Pexiso or simply Paris, is a, is a card game, which all the cards are laid out face down on a surface, and two of the cards are flipped up over each turn. The object of that game is a turnover pairs of matching cards. So, you know, you have these different kinds, right? They're, those are some of the big ones that are out there, but the, get an idea that you've probably played multiple versions of Solitaire, because we've all played that matching tiles of Mahjong. We probably have all played the Peg Solitaire or it was sitting on somebody's desk. Or again, like I said, you've gone to a restaurant. It's there. Anyone who golfs has seen one of those things. Now, instead of naming all 320 and making you suffer through that, what I decided to do was take the alphabet and the out only numeric one that was out there and go through them. Now, there are a couple letters that unfortunately do not have Solitaire. It's so sad. Or patience. But do not worry. I did not lose any patience <laughs> over that. And I've added some, uh, an anecdote in there too. All right. So the first one is 11 Ups. 11 Ups is a multi-level speed game using one deck of playing cards. The object is to remove the entire, what would be called the tableau, by adding group, groups of cards that add up to 11. There you go. Um it's also an alternate name. It's called Plus 11 Solitaire. So there you go. Now you have Algerian, also known as Algerian Patience. And it's a unique, difficult, soft, the solitaire game using two decks of playing cards. And so you're trying to build a foundation from king to ace or up from ace to king. Baker's Dozen is a solitaire game using a deck of 52 cards. The game is also is so called because of 13 columns. Ta-da! Canfield is a patience or solitaire game 
with a very low probability of winning. So if you really like hard solve games, this is the one. It was it's originally was a casino game, which is very cool. And it was named after the casino owner, Richard A. Canfield, who popularized it in 1890. So Definitely take a look at it. The other cool thing, it's called Demon in the United Kingdom. United Kingdom folks know how to name a game. All right. Diplomat Patience, which is pretty easy, is using two decks of playing cards shuffled together. The layout is similar to that of the Beleaguer Castle. Oh, and definitely take a look at that one. That's like a fun one to look at. I've played that a couple times. Um, again, Canfield, totally the hardest, but Diplomat's kind of cool looking. Eagle, Eagle, Eagle Wing... Man, I said that wrong. Eagle Wing? How do I say that wrong? Uh, is played with 52 decks. Or sorry, 52 cards in a deck. <laughs> and the game takes its name because a tableau depicts an eagle-like bird spreading its wings. So think about that. That gives you a visual on it. All right. Four Seasons is a solitary game, not a hotel. Well, it is a hotel, too. But it's a solitary game using a single deck where you have what we would call a corner card or vanishing cross due to the arrangement. So you'd have to look at it. Um, what's really interesting is Albert Moorhead and Jeffrey Mott Smith rate the odds of successfully completing four seasons as one in 10. What's really neat about that. Albert Hodges Moorhead jr. Was a writer for the New York times and a bridge player, a lexicographer and an author and editor of reference work. So someone who knows a lot about cards and the Mott Smith trophy was named for the writer or cryptographer Jeffrey Mott Smith. And it's awarded to the player who wins the most master points at the spring American contract bridge league. Interesting fact, Bill Gates used to play in bridge leagues throughout the Seattle area. Learned that the, uh, gosh, I learned that a long time ago. All right. Good 13 or in German, Die Gute 13. That, thank you, Mrs. Oshami. It works. See, I knew how to say good 13. She was my German teacher. Um, but it's a it's a German patience game for one using a pack of 52 cards. It's a, It can also be called 13s in the U.S. Hit or Miss is a solitary game. Again, another deck of cards. It's a very kind of unusual solitaire game in that the player deals the cards one at a time. So the game is based on luck of the draw. Now, if my brother plays this game, he's going to beat me every single time. The guy has got luck coming out of his ears. So there you go. Imaginary 13, which sounds like a fantastic either band name, movie name, or comic book. Um, but it is a solitaire gameplay with two decks. And it's a two-deck version of a calculation. It takes its name from the sum has to be 13. And you have to have 13 from out of nowhere. It gets subtracted from the next card with spot cards worth their face value. So Jack's 11, Queen's 12, King's 13, etc. All right. Josephine. Everybody just thought of Napoleon's wife, didn't you? I bet you did. Um, but did you know her real last name? So that'll be, and it was not Bonaparte. Her real last name or her original last name. Anywho, Josephine is a two-deck game. And you have to move all the cards to the certain foundations. Uh, it is considered a uh, kind of one of those interesting Napoleon 
at St. Helena is another name, but it is named after, oh, and I apologize, Mrs. Bonaparte, uh, Josephine de Beauharnais. Harnais? Beauharnais? I really am never going to be welcome in France. Oh, it's horrible. All right. So why don't we ruin uh, the UK while we're at it? All right. King Albert is a solitaire game using 52 cards that is a variation of Klondike. So the Klondike, right, I said, and it, it was created and actually in my, I'll be available in the UK. It's an, I won't be able to go to Belgium. Uh, <laughs> and that chocolate is so good. But it is best known as kind of these three games that get pulled together into it. And as of, again, a very low chance of winning, which you should be okay with. If you can't beat a certain solitaire game, it's okay. Gives you a chance to try to do it again. It may be something to kind of move you forward. Okay. La Belle Luce is a solitaire game where the object is to build cards into these foundations. So the game is a, was originated in France, again, La Belle Luce, but it is also known under the name Lovely Lucy. And I had to say that because my little co-host who sometimes joins me, Lucy, will love that. Matrimony is a solitaire game where you use two decks it's very difficult and it's very mechanical and it requires a lot of luck. All right. Nestor, or one of my favorite Christmas shows, Nestor, the, the donkey who, you know, and I think I can't remember who does the soundtrack for it. I was going to say Glenn Campbell, but I don't think it's Glenn Campbell. But yeah, it's it's if you have never seen Nestor, uh, Go see it. It's fantastic. Anyway, and I also love the name Nestor. I think it's a cool name. But it is a game, single deck, and you're removing pairs of cards with the same value out of six rows. So again, another, and if you're bored or you're sitting at home, easily go out and check some of these names out. All right. Osmosis is a solitaire game played with a deck of 52 cards. I was about to say something else. Um, but again, you're just trying to get this in the foundations, although it may not be into numerical order in this case. So, you know, you have to get that. Also, Osmosis Jones, good movie. I enjoyed that movie a lot. All right, Pyramid. So Pyramid, pretty much one of the easy ones. And it was also one of my grandmother's favorites. My, both my grandmother's favorites. Uh, and both my grandmas had really cool names, Betty and Maudine. So really neat. Of course, to me, they were Mimi and Nanny. But, you know, pay, you know, Pyramid is kind of, again, going from that foundation of the bottom and working up. And that king at 13 comes off and then the queen and the ace. You see where I'm going there. All right. Quadrille is also considered La Francaise or partner card game of patience or solitaire again you're deriving that from four queens quadrille and it's also called a captive queens royal marriage is a pay pay patience game man i'm having some tough tough time with that patience word it's okay um it was actually one of my worst words when i used to stutter as i was younger but patience game using a deck of 52 cards and it's an eliminator game. So remember, we're trying to sometimes we're trying to build things. The eliminator is trying to remove things. So it makes it very easy. OK, Scorpion or get over here uh, for anyone who is. Uh, you name that game, Mortal Kombat, of course, is a uh, solitaire game 
that is related similar to the spider solitaire game but it's scorpion i mean come on you had, i had to choose that as a mortal Kombat. plus he's also my favorite person in mortal Kombat because he has that cool thing all right travelers and everybody who probably has seen or played a level of travelers uh is again 52 cards and it is a place where you're trying to you know kind of get that game or it's almost a weaving type of game virginia real Sounds like the name of a good drink, but I'm trying to think of like what a booze from Virginia might be. And I don't want to annoy or pick, pick on anybody in Virginia. I only pick on people who are, let's see, well, this week, Kentucky, my, my team, Kentucky's playing Louisville, so I can't really pick on anybody because they're in the same state. But it does sound like a good uh, drink. And what's really cool is this was a game. Remember, we talked about Mr. Moorhead and Mr. Mott Smith created this game to place all cards into one of 24 foundations. So it's two decks, 24 foundations. Very cool. Westcliff, probably the most prestigious patients of solitaire name. Again, that's Nestor Westcliff. There you go. Whew. That's your lawyer right there. Or maybe your doctor. Maybe your lawyer doctor. He's also a fireman. And he's a really good gardener, Nestor Westcliff. But it's also, <laughs> Westcliff is a variation of Klondike. It is fairly easy to win this. So if you have kids and you're trying to get them into this, Westcliff is actually the game. And it's actually the first game I played because I went back and looked at it. And I was like, oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> All right. X didn't have one. So X is for X-Men. I love the X-Men, and I bet Wolverine, 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 Wolverine is a female Wolverine. Wolverine plays a lot of solitaire, but also so does Batman. They're very brooding. Spawn, another character that probably plays it. And I would assume, you know, maybe uh, Godzilla probably plays a lot of solitaire. You know, folks who want to really kind of sit there, maybe they need something to do. All right. I told you there were going to be some letters that didn't have them. All right. Y is for Yukon because Yukon is actually a variation of Klondike that major everybody's played. Um, and it, it is also, it's just a, just a little twist. So maybe you like, you know, Klondike. Oh, you twist it up with Yukon. All right. Zodiac, since they found, or they think they found the Zodiac killer. Man, go, go search that on the internet. Like, oh, you want to see some crazy stuff. It's almost like saying that aliens were at the first Thanksgiving. That was a shout out to Trey and Matt. Anywho, Zodiac is the solitaire game played with two decks. They shuffle together. It's a very, 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 very old game. And Lady Adelaide Cadogan's book of illustrated games of patience actually include this and it's because what's cool about the zodiac is remember zodiac has 12 months 12 symbols it is shaped almost like a globe so there are our 27 or no 26 because we had to cut one out sorry x i'm going to create a solitaire it's called starts of an x i'm called xylophone xylophones are cool but solitaire is a great game and, you know, we're heading into the holiday season and maybe you have a friend who's bored. Maybe you have a friend you want, you know, maybe maybe they need a little perking up. Maybe they can't leave home. Maybe they're immunocompromised. Um, you can definitely get on, say, a Teams or there are lots of solitaire games where you can play and share. 
back and forth. Or you can get on like a Zoom and say, hey, I'm going to share my screen. You share your screen. Let's play some solitaire together. We're going to play some old Windows solitaire there. It is a great game to play. It is a great game to teach kids. Turn the TV off. We're all going to play solitaire. Let the kid get some decks of cards. It is a really awesome game when you're traveling because maybe you're traveling all this time and you're stuck in an airport. Solitaire could be the great game to just sit there, pull the cards out. You may have someone come up and say, oh, you can play this card. Don't get annoyed by it. Be like, oh, cool, thanks. You want to sit down and watch? Yeah, make a friend. Solitaire is such a good game, like all games, because it allows you to have an achievement. And if you don't win, it's not the end of the world. You just shuffle them up again. About to have U.S. Thanksgiving tomorrow. I hope everyone had a great Halloween. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And I'm working on a kind of a cool concept. Last year I did holiday games. I'm hoping to pull, or maybe maybe two years ago I did holiday games. I'm hoping to pull again more holiday games. So this will be the more holiday game podcast. Um, And I'm also hoping to get into a, a games cafe and sit down and see if people will hand me games and see how I play and do some side, little side interviews with folks. Have a great holiday and play as many games as you possibly can, but especially solitaire.